For the past 20 years, Americans have been ordering egg white omelets and eating egg-free substitutes like crazy under the false belief that eating eggs will somehow increase their risk of coronary artery disease or strokes. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill, your host. My guest today is Dr. Stephen Krzyzewski, the director of the J. Paul Stick Center at Wake Forest University. And we're going to talk about how eating eggs daily does not actually have a significant impact on blood cholesterol or heart disease risk. Dr. Krzyzewski, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleased to be with you. Well, tell me what you know about eggs and their impact, if any, on heart disease risk. Sure. I think there's been a number of what we call epidemiologic studies or observational studies of the impact of diet on the onset of heart disease in people of various ages. And many of these have looked at particular food groups and they're over the last 20 or 30 years or so. And the result has been relatively and, and fairly consistent. And the better the study, the the more clear this is, is that the consumption of eggs seems to have no association with the onset of heart disease. And how about the eating of eggs even dramatically or even insignificantly raising LDL cholesterol levels? There have been a number of clinical trials, carefully controlled feeding experiments, where they give some people eggs, some people are given the same eggs without the yolks in them to look at the effect of egg consumption on cholesterol. And typically what they find is if they give people two or three extra eggs a day, they might see a small 2% perhaps increase in cholesterol, although there is some genetic component. There's some people who don't seem to see any effect and other people who may see as much as a 5% increase. But when we take this to human populations in the free-living populations and survey people and look at what they eat and compare that to their cholesterol levels, we find typically either no association or in many situations an inverse association such that people who are eating more eggs actually have lower cholesterol levels than people who are not eating. That's interesting, but it's probably not related to the eggs. It's probably related to that they're eating quite healthy otherwise, in addition to just eating a lot of eggs. Right. We can't say that it's the eggs per se that's associated with their serum cholesterol level. You're quite right. It could be a healthier diet overall. It could be the fact that if you're eating eggs, you're not eating something else. And so they probably are eating, people are eating eggs or eating, let's say, carbohydrates. So, Dr. Krzyzewski, why do you think eggs were initially demonized? Was it just because everybody was in panic mode that anything that had cholesterol in it was somehow bad and that any cholesterol you eat somehow will magically raise your serum cholesterol level? There's a long history to this. I mean, it was demonstrated in the 50s or or well before that, that when men died from heart disease and died of heart attacks and they look in their arteries and look in the plaques, in the arteries, there's no doubt about that they are rich in cholesterol. So there's something about the accumulation of cholesterol in the artery wall. The next part of that that is, well, is the cholesterol you eat related to the cholesterol in the blood? Because we know that people who have higher levels of blood cholesterol have more problems with their arteries, typically. Typically, but not always. Quite correct. So it was demonstrated in the 50s that in 
experiments that would could never be done in this day and age, that people, if you fed them cholesterol, some of that fed cholesterol did end up in the lesions in the arterial walls. But I think cholesterol is latched onto as an important issue because of this very vivid connection early on. A couple of things were not realized early on. The first is that the contribution of cholesterol is very small to the overall burden of serum cholesterol, your level of serum cholesterol. And another issue is the failure to discriminate between bad cholesterol, LDL, and good cholesterol, HDL. And it seems that when you eat cholesterol, the ratio of those two, which may be a better indication of heart disease risk, really doesn't change. Even if total cholesterol goes up, the ratio of HDL to LDL cholesterol really seems to stay pretty constant. So I think as people learn more about what atherosclerosis really is and more details about the process of how diet affects lipids, there's been a substantial, I would say, uh, I won't say retreat, but uh, certainly a, a much more circumspect and more reasonable <laughs> approach to diet and health in the, in the medical community. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill, and I'm talking with Dr. Stephen Krzyzewski about the misconceptions that many people have about eating eggs. Stephen, I think this myth still exists, and when I tell my patients they can eat eggs, they can have whatever fat they want, they look at me dumbfounded, and then I tell them about all the what are called paradoxes around the world where there are countries that have super high contents of fat in their diet and have much lower heart disease than us, and that it's not all what you eat. It's the fact that you don't walk. It's the fact that you don't exercise. It's the fact that you smoke. And atherosclerosis is an inflammatory disease and not one that's just caused by cholesterol damaging artery walls. I think there's no question that the the process of cardiovascular disease is a very complex one and multifactorial, and anyone who says they understand it all is a liar <laughs> because it, it, you're, as we uh, have become to appreciate the fact that atherosclerosis is a, as much an inflammatory disease, if not more than, a, than it is a, a lipid disease, it has broadened a number of people's minds of the ways and in which diet and health behaviors may affect cardiovascular disease. The biggest egg-eating country in the world is Japan per capita basis, and they have the lowest rates of, of heart disease, and, and their egg consumption has gone up over the last 30 years, and their heart disease rates have gone down. Well, other researchers would just say it's because of fish oil and say that's it, it's that simple. Higher fish oil intake leads to lower heart disease and just totally forget about the fact that they're eating a ton of eggs. So everybody's kind of just looking in their own little narrow spectrum of what they think is important. I think that's absolutely right. And I think the most telling blow to this whole idea of the simplistic notion of the diet and heart disease came when people started to value or comparing head to head, if you will, sort of a quote-unquote, heart-healthy diet that the American Heart Association at one time promoted and the Mediterranean dietary pattern of eating, which is based on the notion or the observation that, that people in the Mediterranean do eat lots of fat and have a very rich and varied diet and have among the lowest heart disease rates in Europe. And when they're compared to each other in terms of cardiovascular disease prevention, the Mediterranean-style 
performs much better. So the pattern and whole way of living is very important in the development of heart disease. It's not just one thing. What do you think of Ansel Keys? What do I think of Ansel Keys? Ansel Keys made a number of very major and important contributions to our understanding of, of diet and nutrition. What he managed to accomplish was very important, but one would say it's oversimplified. What do you think about his seven country studies that left out all the other countries that didn't fit his data? Well, I don't, wouldn't say he left out the other studies. As a scientist who is involved in studies like that, you select studies to examine based on the presence of scientists and infrastructure in various locations. And they have a, they had a good spread of places from high cardiovascular disease countries to low cardiovascular disease. But the issue is that you can measure any number of things and found a, they found a number of interesting sort of correlations of different patterns with heart disease risk, but none of that necessarily proves causation. Stephen, how many eggs do you eat a week? Let's see. I guess the average week, I probably eat six or seven. So why should anyone have an egg white omelet unless they truly enjoy the flavor of it or lack thereof? I think part of it is people will want to be trying to do things that are they feel are good for themselves. There is a curious strain in the epidemiologic literature showing that perhaps, and we don't quite understand what's going on here, people with diabetes are especially susceptible or maybe susceptible to something in eggs that seems to be associated with heart disease. It can't be the cholesterol because even in diabetics, people are eating more eggs don't have higher serum cholesterol levels. So it's a very curious thing, but it's been shown in about four or five studies. So based on that, if I were diabetic, I probably wouldn't be looking to eat more eggs. But I think for, for most people, I don't see a reason to studiously avoid egg yolks. Has any low-fat diet ever panned out to decrease the risk of heart disease? If you believe Dean Ornish's data, then yes. Dean Ornish is a very uh, strident proponent of very low-fat diets for cardiovascular health and published some data early on showing a reduction in current heart disease in, in people adopting those diets. So I'll tell you something, though, that people may not realize is that the actual testing of diets for the prevention, disease prevention, in a rigorous, randomized fashion, this, this is almost never done. They're very rare to see such studies. They're very hard to do, but the stakes are very high and the results are extraordinarily important to people. And so it really should be taken up seriously by the medical community to actually try to take some of these nostrums that people keep repeating and, and actually rigorously test them. Tell me about a, a study that you're familiar with that actually scientifically looked at egg intake and subsequent development of having coronary artery disease? Sure. Two come to mind. The first was published, I guess, 2006 or 2005, looking at egg consumption in two cohorts that the Harvard University folks run. One's called the Nurses' Health Study, and other's called the Male Health Professional Study. And these together involve something on the order of 70 or 80,000 people in whom they assess diet and look very carefully at egg consumption for the onset of cardiovascular disease and really had a 
lots of what we call statistical power, a lot of precision, because so many people, you get a very good look at what's going on and really couldn't find any association whatsoever. And, and more recently, there's been an article by Qureshi looking at national health statistics collected here by our own federal government. And again, found no association between egg consumption and cardiovascular disease. The WHO study did look at the subgroup of diabetics and then saw some excess of risk in that one subgroup, but otherwise, uh, really just no relationship whatsoever. Dr. Stephen Krzyzewski, thank you very much for coming on the show and descrambling the egg cholesterol connection. It was my pleasure. I'm Dr. Larry Casco, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157. Please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. And if you'd like to reach us with comments or suggestions, please call us toll-free at 888-MD-XM-157. And thanks for listening.